For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Danny Azuchugu, you know, outside linebacker for Purdue University. You're listening to On the Fence Side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Welcome back, Dolphins fans, to another episode of On the Fin Side. Make sure you leave a like and subscribe. Keep up to date with all of our off-season coverage, whether you're listening on iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, the Miami Sports Music app, or any of our other platforms. This is Paul Pickett, and today I'll be sitting down with Trey Johnson, speedy defensive back out of Villanova. Trey, welcome to the show. How's your day going, man? My day's going good, man. Thank you all for having me on the show. I'm up here still over in uh in Pennsylvania to just finish up pro day this past weekend. Spending up the uh the rest of the weekend here and I leave tomorrow. So I'm I'm ready to get back to the warm warm floor of the weather. Nothing wrong with that. For our listeners out there, give them a little bit of background on who you are and where you come from. I was born in uh Austin, South Carolina, lived in Savannah, moved around a few times when I was younger, uh lived in Puerto Rico, uh back to the Charleston, back to Savannah, and then I, I ended up in uh Tampa about around like uh second grade I think it was and then uh, I've been in Tampa ever since you know living the Florida the Florida lifestyle uh, I grew up you know real humble beginnings and you know with a great family around me you know mom and dad still married you know I have an older brother and an older sister and, you know they all love me unconditionally so you know I'm really blessed to, to grow up the way that I grew up and with the people that I grew up with. Speaking of just outside of football real quick what are some of your hobbies and interests outside of the game? You know, I'm I'm starting to get back into reading a little bit, trying to, uh, you know, just trying to expand my mind on different things like that. And then, uh, you know, video games, of course. You know, I've always been a real big gamer. I, I play PS4, so, you know, that's just really whenever I have free time, you know, I just like to relax, you know, and chill with my friends. And, you know, usually my friends are playing, playing some type of video game. And if I'm alone, I, I might get some reading done, you know, just trying to learn something new. I play myself, so I'm going to ask you this. I know it may or may not be of interest to the fans out there. What are you playing these days on PS4? I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite. I just caught uh, my first solo dub uh, a few days ago. And then uh, usually whenever I squad up, we get a lot of dubs, you know. So usually play Fortnite. I've been playing a lot of FIFA, you know, uh, 2K, Madden, all those type of games. Maybe I'll see you out on 2K one of these days. Hey, uh, man, of course. Add me, man. It's- all right. Uh, I, you will see an ad coming from me for that. Uh, we'll we'll, like we'll have to go out on on the, uh, my court there. Uh, yeah. Now, no, welcome. What advice would you give other young players out there that might want to follow in your footsteps, head up towards the NFL level? Just kind of keep your head down, man, and keep working. You know, uh, people are going to say that you know you can't do something, or you can't do something. You know, whatever it is that people are saying, you can just kind of kind of ignore it and just keep to yourself. You know, and understand that if you believe in yourself, and that if you have full faith in yourself that nobody really can stop you. You know, it doesn't matter what the outside world is saying just because, you know, they're not the ones that's lining it up on that football field when it comes down to it. You know, you are. So if you believe in yourself, man, you can, you can accomplish anything. And that's that's real. I have to ask you this because I saw another interview where you gave an answer that I really respected. You chose Villanova over a few bigger name schools because of the academic aspect. Tell some of our listeners just what that really meant to you as far as the academics. 
like like I said, I grew up with, you know, a real tight-knit family. And uh, it was kind of my mom and my dad's idea. You know, I was when I was young, you know, like most high school students or most high school athletes, you know, I was just thinking about, oh, this is the bigger school. This is where I want to go. And, you know, my parents were just like, you got to think about your future, you know. And they were, they kind of broke it down to me like, like uh, I can't remember the exact statistics, but it was like the amount of high school players, it's only like, I think it was like 10% end up getting college scholarships. And then uh, out of out of all the co- collegiate athletes, only like 1.5% of them end up making it to the NFL, you know. So so the likelihood of you reaching your dream isn't as high as, as you may feel it is, you know. So you got to make sure you have that fallback plan and have, have some type of network to be able to still be successful in life if football doesn't work out. So, you know, that was – that was something that my parents, you know, planted into my head. And then, you know, it's definitely something that I've seen already come into fruition. You know, I've had I've had job offers been offered to me already just because of, of the network that Villanova has and the, the people that graduated from here. You know, they're all CEOs and businessmen and different people like that. And it just creates such a such a, a well network around you that you kind of have no choice but to be successful. So I'm definitely, definitely excited and, and happy that I made the, the choice that I made and I listened to my parents. That's an awesome answer, and I think that's a really good one for for a lot of the younger listeners that may be out there today, and a lesson for them to learn as far as how to go about chasing your dream, but still having that backup plan. So great answer on that, Trey. One of the big things, too, as far as making it to the next level, as far as always being someone that improves yourself, is you have to be able to identify not only your strengths, but also the areas that you need to work on. I know you ran it in the four threes at your pro day. That's obviously going to be one of your strengths. But what are some of your strengths and areas that you, that you feel you need to improve? Some areas I need to improve, I feel like, are definitely, you know, my size and just my strength in general, which, I mean, I, those are things that I've already been working on. You know, I, ever since the end of the season, I've put on 10 pounds of straight muscle, you know. So I definitely have recognized those weaknesses, and I'm trying to work on them. You know, I, uh, you know, just trying to get stronger and be in the weight room. I'm actually going to go wait, work out right after this. You know, I'm just trying to create myself more of a of a physicality from a standpoint you know I've always had that having a physical mindset when I'm out on the field but it'll be a lot easier to be more physical when I when I have the actual body to be able to to match my mindset that I have you know because there's times where I want to do things that I really I'm not able to do yet just because I'm not as strong to pick up you know a a 210 pound running back and just kind of throw him like I want to do so you know once I I hit the weight room and really get bigger like I want to get bigger then you know I'll be able to do that what's the moment from your college career that you are most proud of? Probably uh, our first playoff win. That was a, a real proud moment for me personally, just because, uh, you know, in my high school, I had, I had never been to the playoffs. I went to a high school where, you know, we were, we were good, but we weren't like, you know, the best, the best team. And we also played in a, an extremely hard, uh, extremely hard district, you know, in Hillsborough County being one of the best counties in, in Florida. So, you know, it was hard for us to make the playoffs. And, you know, for me to to actually finally get over that feat, you know, I felt like I had never won a playoff game, you know. So for me to be able to do that, it made me extremely proud just because, you know, it was something that I never did. And it was like, okay, I finally did it. You know, like, we, we this is a long time coming. So it, it was definitely probably one of my proudest moments just to be able to, to, to knock that box off the checklist, you know. Looking at the pros a little bit, who are some players, either past or present, that that you really model your game after? One person I kind of want to, I like to model my game after is uh, Charles Woodson, just because you know his him being such a long corner and him being such a physical corner and being able to just really strap up anybody who came to his side of the field. 
and being and not being afraid to come downhill and make a tackle when he needed to make one. You know, I feel like he's one of the one of the complete all around corners. You know, he, when he got his hands on the ball, he was able to do something with it. And you know, he was just a great cornerback. And I like it. I like it because I, I see that he had longevity in the NFL, and that's something that I really want. I don't want to just be like uh you know in there for three years or four years and just kind of get out. I want to be able to be in there and and learn and learn the system and get with an organization that I love and be able to. To, de- to develop within that organization and just become like, you know, just this all around player, you know, Charles Wilson was somebody who started off at corner and ended up at safety, you know, just because his intellect of the game was so high and his, his football IQ was so high. So that's something that, you know, I try and I try and emulate my game after just because, you know, not only for the longevity, but just because he was a dominant and physical, physical player when, when he was in the league. There are a lot worse guys to model your game after than Charles. So I, I like that answer a lot. I'm going to change gears a little bit here. I know you're in one heck of a whirlwind of a process. Without pointing any fingers, without naming any names, without naming any teams, I know every player throughout the process gets a handful of really odd questions meant to take them off balance, from whether it's from a general manager, whether it's from a scout. It might even be from the media. What's the weirdest question you've gotten throughout this draft process? Uh, the weirdest question I got. Um, I haven't gotten any like super weird questions, but one of the ones that really caught me off guard was uh, I was doing an interview, and the guy asked me uh, what my favorite song was. I told him it was uh, you know, well he asked my favorite artist first, and then he asked me my favorite song by that artist, which is J Cole, and then uh, Before I'm Gone, which is a song that he had on on one of his very old his old mixtapes. I think it was on a uh, Friday Night Lights or the Come Up, and uh, he actually asked me uh what part of the song I like most. And it just kind of caught me off guard because, you know, I like, it's his whole second verse I like, so I couldn't really uh, remember the lyrics or anything like that. And it just stumbled me so hard. And I really didn't even know what to say. I was just sitting there stuttering on the interview. I remember listening to it and I was just like, yo, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> so it was it was funny just to kind of hear that playback and hear, you know, it was, it's real interesting. It, you know, people have a lot of fun in these interviews and it's fun to just get caught off guard sometimes like that, you know, it makes you, you realize that you don't even know yourself as, as well as you think you do. I like that. Now, back on football a little bit here. Hypothetically, you're sitting in a room right now with Dolphins general manager Chris Greer. You've got this one opportunity to talk to the man and convince him why you're the guy that he needs to go with and what you're going to bring to this team. What would you say to the man? Just that I'm an extremely hard worker. You know, and I'm somebody who's going to come in every single day. And and I, there's some I realize that football is something that can be taken away from you. And I, I want this for you know as long as possible. And I'm not going to let any anybody or anything take it away from me. And I want to be a part of this organization. I don't want to just be here for a little bit. I want to be here for a long time. And I want to bring a championship to this city. I want to be able to you know walk around the streets and people recognize me for for doing what I did in the city and you know, I don't wanna leave and hop around like a lot of people do in the NFL. You know, I wanna I wanna be here and I wanna be dominant and I'm gonna I'm gonna work every day like it's my my last so that I can be that dominant player. I understand that it doesn't come easy and I and I get that and and I accept that and I and I accept that challenge and, and what I wanna do is is just be the dominant player that, that I know I can be and I know that, that you guys can help me get there. All I need all you need to do is just give me the opportunity and I'll show you. That answer leads perfectly into my next question. I like to piggyback these two together. Adam Gase has talked a lot this offseason about wanting guys on his team that just love football. 
What do you love most about the game of football? <laughs> man, that, that question is so hard for me, man, because I really I, – I just love everything about it. Like, I love I love the camaraderie. I love – football is really one of the last team sports. You know, I always – my high school coach, Floyd Graham, used to always say that to me. You know, when it comes to basketball, you know, individuals can score. You know, you can have a star player and he can kind of carry the whole team. Or in golf, you know, it's completely single, a single sport. Tennis, baseball, all those sports are – they're not really team sports, but, you know, football is, is 100% a team sport. You know, you're never going to really see a, a center, you know, score. You know, he's never going to get that shine. You know, you really got to love your teammates and be able to be a part of a team and, and a brotherhood, you know. And then, of course, I, I love running, you know what I'm saying? I love running fast. I love being physical. I just love everything about, you know, actual football, you know, being on the field, you know, when it comes to making a tackle, making an interception, making that big play, you know, the feeling you get, the the hype you get, the adrenaline rush, you know, I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie, you know, really in, in every sense of the word, you know, and that's, that's the biggest rush of adrenaline I can think of. You know, I, it's a game that, that has been taken away from me. You know, my, my sophomore year, I had an injury where I had to redshirt my whole year. And, and, you know, when it was gone, man, I, it was like, I slipped into a slight depression, bro. It was just like, it, life wasn't the same without football. And, you know, that, that's what made me realize how much I really loved it. And uh, it's something that I don't really want to ever be taken away from me. So, you know, that that love comes from so many different angles of, of football, man. It's, it's hard to really just pick one. I just love everything about it, man. It's just amazing. That's definitely a valid answer. I mean, you, you know, obviously, if we're doing this, you know, our listeners out there are listening. They love all the aspects of the game as well. Um, yeah. One big important thing that that takes more and more priority. I know it's huge for the Dolphins. They have the largest community fundraiser out there, not just as far as, as the money that they raise, but really in terms of both current and former player involvement on the Dolphins Cancer Challenge. What types of things can any NFL team really expect from you out in the community with fans or with, with folks out there that may not even pay attention to football, but things that, that you would looking to do as far as community involvement man that's something that's something that i do a lot of you know already my dad is uh is actually a pastor down in uh tampa at the dream center of ebor and it's really it's uh it's dual it's like a, a church and during the week you know it's a boys and boys and girls club so for inner city kids so now you know that's something that i've always kind of been around and always worked with you know i love working with kids and uh kids with uh disabilities have also kind of been uh had a soft spot for my heart you know people who kids who really can't can't do everything you know that that I can do you know just because of the way that they were born you know I've I've always worked with best buddies with something that I did in high school which is you know where you work with all the Esau kids and, you know I I used to eat lunch with them you know just spend time with them go to their class every you know every few periods and just kind of talk to them and and just seeing the joy that they always have in their heart you know it's like they don't really even even realize that something is you know I guess you could say technically wrong with them, you know, but they, they just live this, this loving lifestyle and this, and they just show so much love and genuinely care about people, you know. And uh, even uh, while I've been up at Villanova, I've been, you know, Villanova football, we work with uh, Team Impact, and we have a kid, uh, Jasper, who uh, we, we work with. He has a, a bleeding disorder where it keeps him, he, ble- he bleeds extremely easily, you know, so it keeps him from playing football or really any type of physical contact sport just because, you know, it could, it could easily cause death. So, uh, you know, Jasper is a kid that I love working with. I was actually over at his house yesterday. His his parents invited me over. I had a uh, – because the Villanova game was on, so we watched the basketball game over there with him. I played him in, in Madden and everything like that. So, 
you know, it's just fun to be able to work with kids. You know, I just, I like to try and pour back into the community what I got out of it because, you know, at one point in time, I was one of those kids. You know, I remember looking up to people who kind of came back and just kind of talked to people, talked to us rather, and uh, just kind of seeing that, you know, I I am that person in, in that position now. Like, it's my it's my duty and my due diligence for me to go back and, and do what people did for me. You know, I, I would be stupid to not do that because, I really could, I feel like I really could change some kid's life for the better, you know, and they could end up being, being somebody special. And then, you know, they, they go back and do give back to their community. You know, it's just a cycle, a great cycle that you know, I'm a part of and that I can create. I've got two questions left here. And really one more is a football related question. The last one's a little bit more of a fun question for this one here. Nice and easy, but what are your plans during the NFL draft? Uh, NFL draft, man, I'm just going to chill out, hang with my family. I'm not a real big, you know, party guy or trying to get out on the scene. You know, I just love kind of being with the people that I'm really close with, you know, so I'll be with my family, probably invite a few friends over, you know, have to cook out, cook up some seafood or something like that. You know, food, food is something that's always involved when I'm around. So, you know, it's really just going to be a chill day. You know, I'm going to sit back, relax, and, you know, hopefully I'll be able to watch my dream come true. Well, we'll be pulling for you here. I I got to say, I really liked a lot of these answers. Now, this last question, this is one that everyone from Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel to legends like John Offerdahl to current players, your your agent, actually, we had him on the show last year. He's had to answer this question. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready, man. What's up? All right. So this is a music-related question. I know you've gotten one before. <laughs> You're riding around on the street. You've got your music player plugged into your car stereo. Your windows are down. You've got your entire music catalog on shuffle. One song ends. You're at a red light. Lots of people around. What's the one song that you have that you pray to God does not come up on that shuffle for everybody to hear and know that you listen to? Oh, man. Um, man, I'm, <laughs> I got a lot of Adele on my phone. You know, I used to listen to her, her album, 21. You know, uh, set fire to the rain, and uh, I forget the other songs that are on there. So really, if any of those songs were to come on, I'd just be real hurt. You know, that's I'm definitely gonna skip over that one real quick. Yeah, man, I used to, I actually loved the Dell 21 album. I probably don't skip any song on it. So uh, that that's the song. If it were to come up, I'm definitely skipping that at the red light, man. I can't have that blaring through the systems while I'm sitting there. People look at me crazy. It just doesn't fit the uh, fit the personality too well. All right, I can I can live with that. Trey, thanks for joining us today. For our listeners yeah, out man, there, make no sure you leave a like and subscribe. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, man, no problem. Thank you for having me. It was a great interview. Love, love having you on. For yeah, our listeners out there, make sure you leave a like and subscribe. You can follow us out on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Miami Sports Music app, you name it. And on behalf of myself, on behalf of my co-host, Brian Catanzaro, if it's not on the right side, it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fin Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Catanzaro 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.